Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Be Love podcast, you guys. I'm so pumped for this summer. I'm claiming, I claimed this last summer, but we're going to claim it again, okay? A supernatural summer. I am so believing that God is going to do a new thing. If you know anything about what he's doing in this season of 2023, it is just phenomenal. There's a there's a big shaking. There is a big sifting going on in the body of Christ. It's a it's just um lots of supernatural things, but also a big hug and a sloppy wet kiss from heaven to earth in this season. And I just know that the body of Christ is being just transformed and moving from one glory to the next this summer. I'm pretty pumped. I'm here for it. And so um, this specific episode, guys, is going out to my people on my Instagram. I posted a little poll thingy, a question. Um, how can you, how can, what did I say? Hold on. Let's see. I said, um, how would you like to be encouraged this summer? Something of that nature. That's something of that nature of how I asked it. And so I received some feedback and I wanted to, um, make some episodes just in honor of those that replied to that story question. Um, because, Hey, listen, everyone needs encouragement at some point or another, you know, um, there are seasons where I personally have been hot in encouraging encouragement within, you know, my time with the Lord and how he's just come through for me in, in the secret place. But then there are those seasons where it just feels like you're straight up in the wilderness there you just feel, not that it's true, but you just feel like there's not many people around to just really lay hands on you, pray for you, encourage you, lift you up or into you, disciple you, whatever the case may be. And so the Lord really placed it on my heart and in my spirit to make an encouragement series this summer for anyone that's lacking some encouragement. So let, let this be from him to you, boo, of some encouragement, okay, this summer. And so for the first um episode that we'll be doing today is the question or the response, so I may say, of being okay with not knowing what the future holds. That is the response that I got when I said, how can I, how can you be encouraged this summer? How would you like to be encouraged this summer? And this person said, being okay with not knowing what the future holds. And that one, you know, again, it stumped me because I really look back, I'm a military spouse, and I can look back at a time where not knowing what was ahead was nerve-wracking. It literally just shook me, honestly. It was It was just, we're so used to knowing, especially if we can control certain things in our life. You know, we can control what we're going to go grocery shopping for. We can control, you know, what we're about to do in the next hour. You know, I'm about to go somewhere after, right after this episode. I got to put a different set of clothes on and go work somewhere, you know? And so we, we can plan certain things. And so when we really relinquish control and we really don't know what's happening, it can be kind of nerve wracking. Right. Um, and so again, I'm, I'm thinking of a time whenever, um, as a military spouse, my husband had just joined and there we were in Texas and we had no idea while he was in basic military training, I had no idea where he would be stationed when he was done with training. There's just absolutely no way you can tell. You have to graduate and then you get orders once you're in tech school right after that. 
And so there was just a long awaiting period, um, not even within the time of him, him going to basic military training. It was like from the very get of him going to the recruiter's office, passing his physical, going through maps and all that, knowing that like, whoa, this is really happening and he's really joining. And that means we're really needing um, our hometown uh, and we're fixing to go whoever, who got, God knows where in the world. Right. And so um, all I could do within those months, almost a year into just waiting of where we were going to live is trust the Lord. And tr trust me, guys. I'm not saying that like it's an easy thing from the beginning, in the beginning. In the beginning, it was not easy to just trust the Lord that wherever we're going is um, something that I know is going to be great, you know, or somewhere I know is going to be great for us. And so what really helps me with just truly relinquishing trust and being content with just knowing God is going to take care of us is my secret time with him. I mean, being in a secret place with him. There is just this knowing and this assurance that the Holy Spirit really dropped in my heart and in my spirit um, that everything was going to be perfect for our lives, that everything, according to where he was taking us regarding like, you know, um, the town, the neighborhood, the everything, right? And so what I began to pray were, you know, Father, I pray that you send us to a place where we will find community. Um, that where we will thrive in our marriage, where if kids are coming about, where they will be raised in a, in a neighborhood that is healthy. You know, uh, I think you are for the right neighborhood, the right house. This is why I'm also a realtor here in Vegas. And so this is something why I take it to heart of praying for my clients. I'm like, I've been here before of just praying for that right house, right time right neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And so as I began to pray those things and really relinquish them, release them to the Lord, he would return a reassurance and a confirmation of peace that just truly surpassed all understanding. Like I didn't understand how I felt so peaceful through this unknowing, but I just knew that he had my back. And I, um, so for this person that submitted this, this response, um, I want to remind you, love that. Hebrews 12 and for anyone else that just kind of has like a icky feeling toward their future like they're un the, the unknowing of their future is driving them crazy um I want to just encourage you with the word itself in Hebrews 12 it says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith you know and I think that's just so cool just knowing that with my first book that I wrote um like a palm tree when I began writing the book and I went through the book and then I ended the book and then I published the book. Now it's there. Right. And so before ever even publishing it, before the world ever seen it, I knew the beginning to the end because I wrote the book. You know what I mean? Even though no one else knew, but I wrote the book. Now, whenever readers, unless you're like a cheater and you go to the back of the book and you're like, wait, what happens back here? You know? Um, so if you're, if you're not that type, you really love to like start from the beginning to the end. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, um, you know, the end of the book or what's going to entail in the middle of the book and whatnot. You just go on the journey. And so I think that's just a beautiful thing. Also knowing the assurance of our having the assurance that God has already finished our faith. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Basically think of, think of our life as one of his books that he's written, right? Um, 
Each of us means so, so much to the Lord. We are truly knitted and created uh, according to his will, his, 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 his love toward us and, and a purpose that we have here on earth. So each book was intentionally uh, written on, so that way we, when we step foot onto this earth, he was not going to waste a, a minute of his time in writing that book. So he's excited for the middle chapter, the first chapter, the second chapter, the fifth chapter, the 20th chapter, and all the way to the last chapter. He knows that it's a good thing. And so I think that whenever we press into that secret place and we allow his spirit to minister to us, we do get that assurance from the Holy Spirit that only he can provide that we're going to be okay. And so another thing that um, that can encourage you regarding that is how the prophet Jeremiah um, in Jeremiah 29 11, how he says, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a good future, says the Lord. You know what I mean? And so we can also cling, I mean, cling to that scripture too, whenever the enemy or the world or even our own flesh and thoughts tend to like tear, I mean, make us be derailed in our in our ways of just trusting that the Lord is good and he's kind, he's merciful, and that our last chapter of our life, up to the last chapter of our life, is good, regardless of if the chapter has some drama. <laughs> Not like worldly drama, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's some warfare, there's some trials, there's some testing, there's some pruning, there's some wilderness seasons, all up in our books, right? But we just know that, again, each chapter serves a purpose, and at the end of the chapter, at the end of the book, it's going to be a good thing. And in Jesus' name, if we're truly, if we truly know the Father, not just as our Lord and our Savior, but as our Father and our friend, and if we truly, you know, ran our race to the best of our ability by the strength and power of the Holy Spirit, that we will face Him face to face, Jesus Christ, and we will hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, right? But while we're here on earth, I know that the person who asks is probably maybe going through a season of just like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how, you know, we're going to make it. I don't know what next week's going to look like. I don't know how I'm going to pay my, my mortgage, my rent. I don't know if I'm going to have my car next week. I don't know what groceries are, or I don't, I don't know if my, you know, if this loved one is going to be healed. I don't know, you know, there, there's the future from the, from the, from the statement of this uh, saying uh, is just kind of just unknown and it's driving you crazy maybe. You know, but I, again, I just want to encourage you, love, that God is the author and the finisher of your faith. Do not be shaken. Do not grow weary because, friend, every single chapter that God has written in the book that he is, has for you in your life is good. Even this chapter of wilderness or unknowing or, or um, just being unsure. Okay. And so, what I want to encourage you some little bullet points um, of how this gets kind of easier in a sense of receiving his mercy, receiving his peace, receiving, you know, um, just, yeah, his spirit of peace and activating that sound mind that rightfully belongs to you is don't forfeit this guys. Don't forfeit this. The only, the only thing that can get in the way of your destiny is yourself. <clears throat> God's plan for you is already there. It is there. It is written. Okay. Every single detail of your life is written. Okay. So don't go off and, and, and make your own way and, and, and do your own thing and, 
and, you know, stray away from the Lord and begin to just stop hearing from him and stop gleaning from his spirit and, and get away from, you know, the body of Christ that can empower you and pray for you and love you through this hard season. Don't do that because you'll miss out on some incredible encounters with him. You'll miss out on some incredible words that are from him to you. Don't get me wrong. He'll go, he goes, you know, going and looking for you if you belong to him. But listen, he just wants you to stay in a place of dwelling with him. That way you don't miss out on anything he has for you. Don't give up. Keep your faith, girl or homeboy. Keep and fight the good fight. Run your race, okay? Something that can help us, really will help us with knowing that our future has a good ending as people of God is asking God, Father, what is the vision for my life? Everybody, everybody, literally, if you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you, you have the right to receive vision from God himself of what your future looks like. And I'm not talking about like no psychic abilities or anything like that. I'm talking about the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of prophecy that can encourage us to keep running our race even when things get hard. There are things that um, I, 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 whenever, you know, I'm just in the dwelling of the Holy Spirit and I'm just spending time with him. I'm going in, in the Holy Spirit, which is drop a spirit of uh, prophecy over me to where he allows me to speak forward the things that I don't see yet, but will come that are due. You know what I'm saying? That they, it's just a matter of timing as to when those things will come about. And only he knows why and only he knows when those things when will come about. Okay, so when that spirit of prophecy drops, it gives you vision. It also gives you vision. In the book of Habakkuk, it says, write the vision down, make it plain, and then speak that thing out, man. Prophesy that thing. You When the spirit of prophecy hits you, prophesy open your mouth and declare what is yours declare what the lord has promised you if you truly sense and just have that deep desire of having um a, a child you know um the world is telling you otherwise you know um but you just know that you know that you know that the lord has shared with you that you will be a mother even through adoption i know that people don't want to just Fear that way, everyone wants their own child. Most most people, right? But the Lord's will will prevail over your life. You speak it out. Say, I am a mother, not I will be or maybe. No, I am a mother. And Lord, I thank you that your timing is good, that your timing is good. I thank you, Lord, that when that time comes, that you gift me my children that first belong to you, that you're just entrusting me with, that I, you will gift me with also the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the love, the patience, the kindness, the goodness from your heart to my heart in order to be a mother to these children or this child. Okay. If it's a business, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a book, if it's a podcast, if it's a, a marriage, if it's a, if it's your health, whatever it is that, that the Lord moves on you for whenever you're in, in prayer with him, when you're spending time with him. That's why this is like the whole key to this episode, y'all. It's just spending time with the Lord because crazy, amazing things happen when you're chilling with the Lord. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. When the spirit of prophecy drops, oh my goodness, like he truly does give you vision. It just doesn't, 
and, and you just know you have this deep knowing that God spoke and his word says that his word, his word does not return void, meaning it will not return empty. It will not return as bankrupt. It will return. It will come to you full fold. It will come to you in perfection from his mouth because he is true to his word. It will not return void. When you receive it, you have that vision. No matter what these hard seasons look like, you can hang on to those words that you once received in the quiet place with him, in the secret place with him, in the upper room with him, right? And so um, I just want to encourage you with that, friend, that way for those who, other than the person that sent me this response, for everyone else or anyone else that's just struggling with fear of their future, friend, I'm telling you, when you get into the secret place and the Lord gives the spirit of prophecy and then he gives you vision, that vision will just be your anchor when things just look rocky. You'll remember that time you're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I know that what the doctor just said. I know what this mortgage lender just said. I know what, what you know, this, this person that I'm dating just said, or I know what this woman just, or a man just, I know what they said, but I don't receive it because I know what my God said. I know what he showed me. I know what he told me. You know, I remember there was one time I was at a conference and um, there was a prophet that called me up and uh, this must have been maybe, oh man, like seven years ago, maybe. Um, she was like, she just stared at me. So I knew that the Holy Spirit was ministering to her regarding me and then her just being a prophet. And so I knew some, I don't know what's about to be said, but you know, there I am. And so, um, she goes, you have called forward what the Lord has spoken to you. She goes, you know, you know, you've been calling those things as though they are in your life. And I was like, yeah, you know. And so the Lord also confirmed that it is me. It's me speaking to you and you are declaring my word over your life. So those things will come to pass. And I'm telling you, if you don't have a vision, get in the secret place with the Lord. Get in your word. Turn some worship music on. Open your Bible and begin to just understand the heart of God for you. Begin to understand the character of God for you. Begin to understand him and understanding him helps you to have true a true relationship with him. And having a true relationship with him he then begins to tell you the secrets of his heart and the secrets of his heart for you. And that will be in your encouragement in the seasons and the times where you're crying yourself to sleep and just feeling hopeless for your future. You're going to be like, oh, this just is terrible right now. This feels terrible. I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. But Lord, I know what you spoke, Father. But Father, I know what you promised me, God. Lord, your word says X, Y, and Z. Lord, you told me in your word this. Father, you spoke through the prophet that. Lord, you said in my dream this. God, I'm clinging to your word. I'm not receiving that word from the world, but I'm I'm hanging on to the word that you gave me. This is in my future. This is in my my family member will become sober minded and 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 clean. These are the prayers that I've I've prayed too. Like my I will see X Y so and so 
clean and sober in the name of Jesus. I will see so-and-so restored in their health in the name of Jesus. I will see so-and-so with her kids returned home. I will see, you know, uh, myself, you know, with a, in a happy, healthy, and holy marriage. I will have a godly husband. I will have blah, blah, blah. You know, I just began to declare and decree at that time. It was nowhere to be seen. It was nowhere to be seen. But in the secret place, the Lord showed me what was ahead, which was having a happy, holy, and healthy marriage, which was having a godly husband, which was having a successful business, which was having a ministry that where his spirit reigned, reigned and he would lead and guide me, which was having healthy friendships. Those things just weren't so, which was being delivered, being set free, being, um, you know, just proclaiming the gospel around the world or whatever, right? So some things even still haven't come to pass, but the Lord has shown me what is in my future by being in his presence. And again, it's not psychic abilities. It's a spirit of prophecy that is there to encourage you, to edify you, especially in the times when the enemy tries to taunt you regarding your future. So being with the Lord daily, and just reminiscing on his word, marinating in it, meditating on it. And that will get you through into being sure of your future, no matter what it looks like, no matter what season you're in. You're going to be like, you know what? No, I have a future. I have a future. The Lord says that I have a hope and a future. Nothing to harm me, but everything will be good. And the name of Jesus. So have a vision, y'all. The word says Psalms 27, 23, the steps of the righteous are ordered. So even if it's a shaky season, there may be a reason for this season, friends. So don't get discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Psalm 27, 23 states that the right, the steps of the righteous are ordered. Okay. So don't let the enemy make you think that God has left you or he doesn't hear you. He doesn't see you. You're going through a tough time. Baby, nobody in the Bible, <laughs> nobody in the Bible was free of pain. Okay. There's nobody. So that don't make us any different. Those people were as real as we are today. We're just thousands of years later. So we are going to experience hard times here on earth. We are going to experience pain and suffering here on earth. But thank God that we have a helper and thank God. I love that Jesus says that take heart for I have overcome the world. And if he has overcome the world and he lives within us, what does that tell me? What does that tell you that you too can overcome this world and its trials and its struggle and it's in its in its sin and it's just pain. OK, take heart for he has overcome the world. And he lives in you. And guess what, baby? Baby boo, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, that's what I'm saying. Like You have to be in the word to know these things that when the enemy comes for your mind, confusing you, tricking you, making you think some, some type of way about your future, you can combat those thoughts and those words from the world with the word of God, with the word of truth. 
the word that is sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces through bone and marrow in the name of Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> the word of God is something different. That's why the word in Ephesians 6 talks about the full armor of God and the word of God is our sword. That is what we fight with, okay? The word of God, the spirit of truth, okay? And so my second bullet point, uh, first one is ask the Lord for vision, okay? Gain that vision. Gain a vision for your life that you can cling to for those times that you feel discouraged regarding your future. When you have a vision, no matter what kind of season it is, you have that vision to hang on to. That, and then you can know, like, this This is just a season. Okay, this is just a season, but I have a future. That is my future. That vision that the Lord gave me is my future. All right? So number two is serve in some capacity, friends. Serve in some capacity. Whatever the Lord has gifted you with, if it's give, if he if he's if he has gifted you with teaching, teach the word of God. This is actually scripture. I believe it's in Second Corinthians. It's in scripture. I'm speaking the word right now. I, I didn't even put this in my notes, but it's it's in scripture. I'll have to look it up. But or you can look it up for yourself. But it says, um, if you're if you, God has gifted you with uh, teaching, then teach the word. If He's gifted you with encouraging, then encourage people. If he's gifted you with preaching, preach. If he's gifted you with healing, heal. Go on, heal people. Go and serve in some capacity. If you have the local, of a local church, if you aren't connected to one, then baby, go and get connected into a local church. See where you can serve. If you're good with kids, go and read. Go and spend time with kids and pour into them as they are young warriors for the kingdom. Okay, that's, that's nothing like to be taken. Kid, kids ministry is the real deal youth ministry is the real deal those are our future that's future kingdom leaders right there and you have the the opportunity to go and serve them isn't that amazing um yes yeah, so, just so serve in some capacity and with serving in some capacity you also meet other uh, like-minded believers other brothers and sisters in christ and so whenever they you rub shoulders with them you're like oh wow you, that's your gift. Well, this is my gift. Let's come together and make something happen, right? Like, for example, um, the Lord recently brought a new friend into my life, and um, she within the military, and um, her and her husband got stationed here. We linked up. Turns out she's a worship leader. She's not connected to any ministry or whatnot yet, but she, you know, grown up in the church, loves the Lord. Just being around her, I already knew she'd been marinating with the Holy Spirit. And um, so we came together and I was like, dude, I love to, you know, teach the Word of God, speak the Word of God, like encourage with the Word of God. And she was like, well, I love to sing. I love to worship. I love to lead and worship. And so we're like, cool. And so um, it's been on my heart for a couple of years now to have a women's retreat. And I just was waiting on the timing. And so I knew that the timing was close and she too was like, Hey, I, what do you think about a women's retreat? And since I was like, dude, I've been thinking about this too. Let's do it. So she and I come together. And then with my home girl, other home girl who was good with just organization, uh, administration skills. That's also a gift. Y'all administration is needed. It ain't a gift of mine. I'm going to tell you that right now, <laughs> but I need people around me that have the gift of administration for balance, for order. And so again, uh, now we're doing the women's con I mean retreat together in a few weeks or yeah in like two months but still I'm just saying like when you're out serving the body of Christ and just doing your part and doing what what you you're called to do what you're gifted to do eventually you're gonna 
meet other people who are also doing the same thing and you can link up together and and then if they're true people of god they they will begin to call things out of you that they see in you that you may not recognize in yourself or you're a little timid to unleash, but they're like, uh-uh, baby, but we need all hands on deck. I don't know why you're trying to hide over there with that gift. You need to bring that out here. <laughs> you know, if they're real, like, don't, I'm telling you, don't come around me with your gifts. Mm -mm, don't come around me with your anointing. Get on real, baby, let's go and lay hands on people. Let's go and preach the word of God together. Let's go and Mm -mm, you better sing, you better prophesy, you better preach, you better teach, girl, or oh boy. <laughs> and so, and then vice versa, it's reciprocated in my friendships. And so, when you're serving in the body of Christ, great connections can happen, guys, and amazing things will take place. You can link up and tr truly push kingdom, and it's just amazing. Um, and so, next would be be obedient, y'all. Um, obedience is better than sacrifice. I mean, it really is. Uh, being obedient can look crazy sometimes. Um, you know, it, it 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 really can. All through the Bible, when the Lord asked Abraham, "Go and sacrifice, uh, sacrifice Isaac," you know what I mean? Like, and Abraham probably thought that was the craziest thing for God to ask, "Sacrifice my son." And Abraham was obedient, y'all. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Abraham was obedient. He was literally about to sacrifice his son because God said to. And thankfully, God swooped in and was like, just kidding. Basically, like, I'm just testing your heart. You are, you are, you know, you are faithful. You're a faithful man. You're loyal and you love me and you honor me and you worship me. And now Abraham is still, he went down as a father of many sons. And so we're, um, you know, in that bloodline. <laughs> Because it was obedience, but again, obedience can look crazy sometimes, guys. So sometimes when the Lord asks you to do something crazy, like, and you have to, don't get crazy with this, y'all, because you see some crazy stuff, and I'm like, oh no, like, so just be sure that you're truly hearing from the Holy Spirit. Um, and if you have a pastor, mentor, somebody in your life that's truly spiritually mature, um, that you can speak to about it, if it is something really crazy that you feel like it sounds, you know pretty radical speak to them about it you know and i know you know thankfully you know with being able to receive wise counsel the lord is faithful to move in unity and he'll confirm he'll confirm to you like yeah you know um but yeah just other than that though obedience is amazing and and it really does bring insane results regarding pushing the kingdom of god um and god's anointing will always show up on it and his provision will always show up on it um also get away from the naysayers if everything you're trying to do is just too radical for people sometimes then they just ain't got the spirit of truth just yet or they just don't see what god is doing in your life and there's just extra people in this season and that's okay you know no hate no hate whatsoever but get around the right people who truly are moving with the spirit of god and dwelling with him daily and mature with his with his spirit and know him as a father and a friend um, that way they are, they, cause those people will definitely be able to see, you know, that what you're doing, um, or what you're hearing from the Lord, whether it's accurate or, you know, if the accuracy, the, the, the truth behind it, you'll always be able to back it up with scripture. Um, cause the word of God is just the truth for everything. And so, yeah, y'all be, be obedient, be obedient. Um, and you can never go wrong with staying good. I mean, staying on the right path, you know, toward your future. Um, and so 
lastly, I would say stay plugged in. Stay plugged into the Lord. Okay, stay plugged into the Holy Spirit. I think this is what I've been saying, but like in different ways, low-key. But I'm just emphasizing this, guys. Stay locked in. I remember the Lord told me there was one time where I'm just sitting in his presence. It was just a beautiful time with him. And I remember the Holy Spirit telling me, stay right here, Brandy. Stay right here in my presence. And just stay here. Just stay here. And so don't you know that we can stay in God's presence when we're at work? We can stay in God's presence when we're in our car. We can stay in God's presence when we're at the grocery store or um, wherever. Excuse me. Wherever we are, we can stay in the presence of God. Um, because, again, we're, we're intentionally dwelling with him. And it's just a beautiful thing because whenever he decides to move, then there you are available to him wherever you are. And it's amazing. That's happened many times as well. And when God moves at the gas pumps and grocery stores and the streets, it's my favorite personally. It's my absolute favorite to um, see the Spirit of the Lord move um, outside of four walls, if you know what I'm saying, like actually being the church out there. So stay plugged in. Um, and all those things, guys, just knowing, I mean, just doing Asking the Lord for a vision, serving in some capacity, being obedient, staying plugged into the vine, um, to Jesus Christ, to his spirit, dwell with him. You have assurance, assurance. You cannot just go wrong with those things. And trust me, you will see beautiful things in your life. And again, not every season is easy, boo. That is the last thing that I'm saying. I'm not one of them prosperity people. I love prosperity, okay, <laughs> but every single season isn't sunshine and rainbows, but it's okay. We never know what God is doing. Sometimes he's refining our character. Sometimes he's purifying us to an, a greater extent. The word says, uh, 2 Corinthians, one of my favorites, uh, 3.18, he says that we go from glory to glory, strength to strength, uh, strength, glory to glory, faith to faith. So let me just read it. I'll be... But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. Amen? So as long as you're doing those things, guys, and you're staying in alignment with the Holy Spirit, and this is a powerful prayer that I pray to Him, I ask the Lord often, uh, usually whenever I know that the seasons have uh, transitioned, when I sense that in my spirit, I'm like, whoa, we just transitioned into a new season. I immediately sit with the Lord and I'm like, Father, I pray, Lord, that you align me with the will for my life, that you have for my life in this season. And every single day of this season, Lord, may I be in the middle of your will for my life, Father. Don't let me get ahead, Lord. and Don't let me fall behind, God. Lord, help me just to stay in step with you hand in hand, foot by foot, in Jesus' mighty name. So take that prayer, apply it to your life as well, um, and you will never have to fear your future. You will always have this assurance, no matter what it looks like, that you have a good future, whatever it may look like, friends, whatever that may look like for you, for your, for your family, your business, your health, your life, whatever, whatever, your career, your ministry, um, Doing those things, having a vision, serving in some capacity, being obedient, staying plugged in. You just can't go wrong. There's no way you can lose. You can truly laugh without fear of your future. Proverbs 31, 20, 25 says, she laughs without fear of her future. 
There's another part to that, I believe. Holy Spirit. She laughs about fear of the future. She's clothed, she is clothed with strength and with dignity. She laughs without fear of her future. Proverbs 21, 31, 25. Good Lord. The yes, y'all. Clothed with strength and dignity. Last about fear of the future. I speak that over you, friend, that you are someone that is clothed with strength and with dignity and that you too, in no matter what season you're in, will laugh, can laugh starting today without fear of your future in Jesus' mighty name. All right, y'all. Until next time, be blessed and be loved. Mwah.